Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday, December 24th episode of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host. The Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian podcast community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. A lot of great listening over there. Over 60 well-curated podcasts, wide, wide variety of topic areas, all covered from a biblical worldview. My brothers and sisters in Christ over there doing some great work for the kingdom. I would definitely encourage you to get on over there. I will guarantee you that you'll find something over there you want to listen to, and there's a real good chance you're going to find more over there to listen to than you actually have time to listen to it in. Um, all right. Well, it is Christmas Eve. Um, I, I hope so far you're having a wonderful holiday season. I, I hope you've got great plans for Christmas Eve. Um, hopefully you'll be going to the, the Christmas Eve, a Christmas service, a Christmas Eve service, a candlelight service, one of them, one of them or all of them. Um, if, if you're not physically capable of, of that, please join us. We will be broadcasting. We'll be live streaming. I should say we will be live streaming on Facebook at Vail Valley Baptist church and, um, at, at VVB church on Twitter, Twixter X, whatever you want to call it. Um, we are, we will be live streaming at, Let's see, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sorry, I had to make the conversion from Arizona time there. Um, so again, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so convert it to wherever you are. Um, and we would love to have you join us. Um, we actually have three of us that are going to preach um, on three different parts of the Magnificat, of, of Mary's song um, in response to having been chosen to be the mother of the Christ child. So... Uh, it's good. It's, it's interesting. I wouldn't have thought to do this. Um, Pastor Jay came up with this idea and I, I think it's awesome. I've really enjoyed, um, <clears throat> doing the research and putting together to do my part of this. Um, and no, we're not all going to do 30, 40 minute sermons or anything. They're going to be much, much shorter, obviously. Um, but again, we would love to have you join us for Christmas Eve. Um, and if I don't get a chance, I, you know, like I said, I, I, I plan to pick back up with Bible study on Christmas for Christmas day, the Christmas day episode. Um, we'll see if I actually pull that off. Um, I'm going to be very, very busy today, Christmas Eve. Um, we're still going into the prison. We're going to print, preach the same thing to them, to those gentlemen, give them a Christmas Eve service and then doing ours. Um, and we're going to have family and actually I got to prep. I'm actually smoking a turkey for the first time. So I've been having to do that, put together the brine and everything. So I've got to prepare that. So, cause I'm actually going to have to be back up at four 30 in the morning on Christmas day. So who knows, actually, maybe I'll have the stuff ready and I'll just record at four 30 in the morning. And so have it out then instead of trying to record it, um, tonight, but we'll see, like I said, we'll see. But what we are going to do today, like we usually do, we're going to go ahead and do our reading. Again, we're near the end of our reading plan for the Read the Bible in a Year. So we're in the Minor Prophets and Revelation and then Psalm and Proverbs like we always work through. 
So let's go ahead and open up with the first day morning prayer. It's called worship. Let's pray. O Lord, we commune with thee every day, but weekdays are worldly days, and secular concerns reduce heavenly impressions. We bless thee, therefore, for the day sacred to our souls, when we can wait upon thee and be refreshed. We thank thee for the institutions of religion, by use of which we draw near to thee and thou to us. We rejoice in another Lord's Day, when we call off our minds from the cares of the world, and attend upon thee without distraction. Let our retirement be devout, our conversation edifying, our reading pious, our hearing profitable, that our souls may be quickened and elevated. We are going to the house of prayer. Pour upon us the spirit of grace and supplication. We are going to the house of praise. Awaken in us every grateful and cheerful emotion. We are going to the house of instruction. Give us testimony to the word preached and glorify it in the hearts of all who hear. May it enlighten the ignorant, awaken the careless, reclaim the wandering, establish the weak, comfort the feeble-minded, make ready a people for their Lord. Be a sanctuary to all who cannot come. Forget not those who never come, and do thou bestow upon us benevolence towards our dependents, forgiveness towards our enemies, peaceableness towards our neighbors, openness towards our fellow Christians. Amen. <clears throat> Sorry, a little bit of a frog in my throat. Of course, I forgot to bring water up to my office when I was going to record. All right, so our morning devotion for December 24th from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening. Um, the text is from 2 Christians 8-9. Or Second Christians, wow. Second Corinthians 8, 9. Wow. <laughs> Got Christmas on the brain, don't I? Um, the text, for your sakes, he became poor. <clears throat> the Lord Jesus Christ was eternally rich, glorious and exalted. But though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor. As the rich saint cannot be true in his communion with his poor brethren, unless of his substance he ministers to their necessities, so the same rule holding with the head as between the members, it is impossible that our divine Lord could have had fellowship with us unless he had imparted to us of his own abounding wealth, and had become poor to make us rich. Had he remained upon his throne of glory, and had we continued in the ruins of the fall without receiving his salvation, communion would have been impossible on both sides. Our position by the fall, apart from the covenant of grace, made it as impossible for fallen man to communicate with God as it is for Belial to be in concord with Christ. In order, therefore, that communion might be compassed, it was necessary that the rich kinsman should bestow his estate upon his poor relatives, that the righteous Savior should give to his sinning brethren of his own perfection, and that we, the poor and guilty, should receive of his fullness grace for grace, that thus in giving and receiving the one might descend from the heights and the other ascend from the depths, and so be able to embrace each other in true and hearty fellowship. Poverty must be enriched by him in whom our infinite treasures before I'm sorry, in whom are infinite treasures before it can venture to commune, and guilt must lose itself in imputed and imparted righteousness ere the soul can walk in fellowship with purity. Jesus must clothe his people in his own garments, or he cannot admit them into his palace of glory, and he must wash them in his own blood, or else they will be too defiled for the embrace of his fellowship. O believer, herein is love. For your sake the Lord Jesus became poor, that he might lift you up into communion with himself. All right. 
Now, our reading today is going to be Zechariah 6 and 7, Revelation 15, Psalm 143, and then Proverbs 30, verses 24 through 28. So, Zechariah 6. Hear the word of the Lord. Then I lifted up my eyes again, and saw, and behold, four chariots were coming forth from between the two mountains, and the mountains were bronze mountains. With the first chariot were red horses, with the second chariot black horses, with the third chariot white horses, and with the fourth chariot dappled horses, all of them mighty. Then I answered and said to the angel who was speaking with me, What are these, my lord? And the angel answered and said to me, These are the four spirits of heaven, going forth after standing before the Lord of all the earth. With one of which the black horses are going forth to the north country, and the white one go, f go forth after them, and the dappled ones go forth to the south country. Now the mighty ones went out, and they sought to go to patrol the earth. And he said, Go, patrol the earth. So they patrolled the earth. Then he cried out to me and spoke to me, saying, See, those who are going to the land of the north have caused my spirit to have rest in the land of the north. And the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Take an offering from the exiles, from Heldai, Tobijah, and Jediah, and you come the same day, and come into the house of Josiah the son of Zephaniah, where they have come from Babylon, and take silver and gold, and make an ornate crown, and set it on the head of Joshua the son of Jehozadak the high priest. Then you will say to him, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, Behold a man whose name is Branch, and he will branch out from where he is, and he will build the temple of Yahweh. Indeed, it is he who will build the temple of Yahweh, and he who will bear the splendor and sit and rule on his throne. Thus he will be a priest on his throne, and the council of peace will be between the two offices. Now the crown will become a memorial in the temple of Yahweh to Helim, Tobijah, Jediah, and Hin the son of Zephaniah. And those who are far off will come and build the temple of Yahweh. Then you will know that Yahweh of hosts has sent me to you, and it will happen if you utterly listen to the voice of Yahweh your God. Zechariah 7 Now it happened that in the fourth year of King Darius, the word of Yahweh came to Zechariah on the fourth day of the ninth month, which is Chislev. And the town of Bethel sent Shereser and Regimelech and their men to entreat the favor of Yahweh speaking to the priests who belong to the house of Yahweh of hosts, and to the prophets, saying, Shall I weep in the fifth month and abstain, as I have done these many years? Then the word of Yahweh of hosts came to me, saying, Speak to all the people of the land, and to the priests, saying, When you fasted and mourned in the fifth and seventh month these seventy years, was it actually for me that you fasted? And when you eat and when you drink, are you not eating for yourselves, and are you not drinking for yourselves? Are not these the words which Yahweh called out by the hand of the former prophets, when Jerusalem was inhabited, and it ease along with its cities around it, and the Negev and the Shephelah were inhabited? Then the word of Yahweh came to Zechariah, saying, Thus has Yahweh of hosts said, Judge with true justice, and show loving kindness and compassion each to his brother. And do not oppress the widow or the orphan, the sojourner or the afflicted, and do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. But they refused to give heed, and turned a stubborn shoulder, and dulled their ears from hearing. And they made their hearts diamond hard, so that they could not hear the law, and the words which Yahweh of hosts had sent by his Spirit, by the hand of the former prophets. Therefore great wrath came from Yahweh of hosts. And it happened that just as he called, and they would not listen, so they called, and I would not listen, says Yahweh of hosts. 
but I scattered them with a storm wind among all the nations whom they have not known. Thus the land is desolated behind them, so that no one was passing through and returning, for they made the pleasant land desolate. Revelation 15 Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels who have seven plagues, which are the last, because in them the wrath of God is finished. Then I saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire, and those who have overcome the beast and his image and the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. And they sang the song of Moses, the slave of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord God the Almighty. Righteous and true are your ways, King of the nations, who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name. For you alone are holy, for all the nations will come and worship before you. For your righteous acts have been revealed, and after these things I looked, and the sanctuary of the tabernacle of testimony in heaven was opened. And the seven angels who have the seven plagues came out of the sanctuary, clothed in linen, clean and bright, and girded around their chest with golden sashes. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bulls, full of the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one was able to enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. Psalm 143, a psalm of David. O Yahweh, hear my prayer, give ear to my supplications. Answer me in your faithfulness, in your righteousness, and do not enter into judgment with your slave. For no one living is righteous in your sight. For the enemy has pursued my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me inhabit dark places, like those who have long been dead. Therefore my spirit was faint within me. My heart was appalled within me. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you have done. I muse on the work of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul reaches for you like a weary land. Selah. Answer me quickly, O Yahweh. My spirit wastes away. Do not hide your face from me or I will become like those who go down to the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for I trust in you. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for to you I lift up my soul. Deliver me from my enemies, O Yahweh. I have concealed myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground, for the sake of your name, O Yahweh. Revive me. In your righteousness bring my soul out of distress, and in your loving kindness cut off my enemies, and cause all those who assail my soul to perish, for I am your slave. Finally, Proverbs 30, verses 24 through 28. Four things are small on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are not a strong people, but they prepare their food in the summer. The Shephanim are not a mighty people, yet they make their houses in the cliff. The locusts have no king yet all of them go out in rank. The lizard you may grasp with the hands, but it is in king's palaces. All right, well, that is our reading for the day. Our evening devotion, uh, the text is from Isaiah 40, verse 5. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. We anticipate the happy day when the whole world shall be converted to Christ, when the gods of the heathen shall be cast to the moles and the bats when Romanism shall be exploded and the crescent of Mohammed shall wane, never again to cast its baleful rays upon the nations, when kings shall bow down before the Prince of Peace, and all nations shall call their Redeemer blessed. 
Some despair of this. They look upon the world as a vessel breaking up and going to pieces, never to float again. We know that the world and all that is therein is one day to be burnt up, and afterwards we look for new heavens and for a new earth. But we cannot read our Bibles without the conviction that Jesus shall reign where the sun does his successive journeys run. We are not discouraged by the length of his delays. We are not disheartened by the long period which he allots to the church in which to struggle with little success and much defeat. We believe that God will never suffer this world, which has once seen Christ's blood shed upon it, to be always the devil's stronghold. Christ came hither to deliver this world from the detested sway of the powers of darkness. What a shout shall that be when men and angels shall unite to cry, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. What a satisfaction will it be in that day to have had a share in the fight, to have helped to break the arrows of the bow, and to have aided in winning the victory for our Lord. Happy are they who trusted themselves with this conquering Lord, and who fight side by side with him, doing their little in his name and by his strength. How unhappy are those on the side of evil. It is a losing side, and it is a matter wherein to lose is to lose and to be lost forever. On whose side are you? All right, well, that is our episode for today. I know it's very, very short, um, but honestly, I got a lot of stuff I got to do. Um, but I wanted to make sure we got our reading in. We'll stay on our reading until we hit the 31st, uh, which is uh, seven days away. We've got seven more days in the year, and then we're done, and then we're into 2024. Um, I did want to let you know, so I've come across, and this is going to be a little bit of a change. Don't get me wrong. This is not a this is not a walking away from the Puritans and all. Um, I love them dearly, and I will continue to love them. But we've done the Valley of Vision prayers and um, Spurgeon's morning and evening now for like a year and four months, so 16 months straight. So I want to try something a little bit different. Um, we're going to continue with our same Bible reading plan, and we'll continue doing our Bible study through the Gospel of John. I want to finish the Gospel of John, and then we'll see where we go. Um, I may go, I may finish the Gospel of John, and we may do a reading, um, read through a book, um, probably a Puritan book, no less. But what I want to do, um, what I'm thinking about doing, um, is I want to go to somebody newer, somebody who is at, at this point still alive. Um, and it would be John MacArthur. And I know a lot of people go, Oh, you're in the, M the MacArthur cult. I'm not, I'm very, I've been very blessed by his teaching, but I'm not in the MacArthur cult. However, he does have a book of prayers out there that, um, his children put together from his prayers. Um, and so I may use that at least to start with, um, to do prayers, um, when we start 2024 and he does have a devotion book, a 365 day devotion book. Um, it's only got single devotions in it. I want to find something else. Actually, I found something I'd like to use, but there's no way I can get it by January 1st. So I may find something else. There are a number of books out there that are good, good devotional books. Um, so I was just going to try somebody else for a while. Don't get me wrong. Um, assuming this podcast continues into 2025, 2026, you know, God willing, uh, I'm sure we will come back to Spurgeon and Valley of Vision. Um, and it's not that I don't, you know, if you want to continue with them on your own, please do. They are not that hard to get hold of. Get hold of hard copies for it. Um, at the same time, in the resources, uh, set of resource links for, um, in the show notes that I send out, there are links to how you can get to them electronically and use them. Um, they're, they're there. I mean, they're there. Banner of Truth. 
um, has the whole archive of the Valley of Vision prayers. Um, I have had some trouble finding specific prayers out there for Valley of Vision. Thus, you've noticed sometimes where I've had to indicate a page number because I have a hard copy. Order, order the hard copy. It's just a good thing to have around. There's many a time when I'm not sitting in front of a computer that I pull open my Valley of Vision. Spurgeon's Morning and Evening is also available that way. Um, and I don't remember who it's through, but I, I guarantee you, you can search for it on Amazon and you'll find it out there. Um, so again, you can continue those on your own and please do. But I'm just letting you know, I'm going to try a different tack as we move into 2024. Believe me, the Puritans will be back. I'm not walking away from them. I love the Puritans. I continue to read the Puritans on my own. Um, I just want to try something a little different as we move into 2024 instead of just keep going along the same way we're doing. I want to add a little bit of freshness to it. So we'll see how that goes. Who knows? I may not really like it and we may come back to it. We'll just have to see it. Not, not that I wouldn't like something MacArthur does, but it may not have the same feel for me and for us. And it's really, this is about us, not just me. But anyways, just wanted to let you know that again, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas Eve again. If you can't physically worship with the saints where you are, please join us again. We're live streaming at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on Facebook at Vale Valley Baptist Church and on Twitter or X or Twixter or whatever you want to call it. And I know I keep saying it that way. It's just because I don't agree with the name change, um, but at, at VVB Church. Um, we would love to have you join us. We really would. Actually, we'd love to have you join us physically, that that you would be an answer to our prayer. But regardless, please, if you can't physically, please watch. Please join us if you can't physically worship with the saints. Um, but again, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas Eve, and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas Day, and I hope I actually have something put together for you to listen to on Christmas Day. So let's all pray for that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and close out in prayer. We're going to close out with the first day evening prayer. It's called the Teacher. Let's pray. Oh God, we bless thee, our creator, preserver, benefactor, teacher, for opening to us the volume of nature, where we may read and consider thy works. Thou hast this day spread before us the fuller pages of revelation, and in them we see what thou wouldst have us do, what thou requirest of us, what thou hast done for us, what thou hast promised to us, what thou hast given us in Jesus. We pray thee for a conscious experience of his salvation and our deliverance from sin and our bearing his image and our enjoying his presence and our being upheld by his free spirit. Let us not live uncertain of what we are or where we are going. Bear witness with our spirit that we are thy children and enable each one to say, I know my redeemer. Bless us with a growing sense of this salvation. If already enlightened in Christ, may we see greater things. If quickened, may we have more abundant life. If renewed, let us go on from strength to strength. Give us closer abiding in Jesus, that we may bring forth more fruit. Have a deeper sense of our obligations to him, that we may surrender all. Have a fuller joy, that we may serve him more completely. And may our faith work by love towards him who died, towards our fellow believers, towards our fellow men. Amen. All right. Well, again, thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. I, I would implore you to, to continue to do all that you do for the glory of God. And again, I hope to see you on Christmas Day. Have a good Christmas Eve. God bless.